Here's what's coming up on today's show. It allows me to be creative, again, because everyone is so unique. You know, each individual is different. So it's not the same thing every day. And that's what I really, you know, one of the things I really love about it. Welcome to Marsha on Money with Marsha Harris, the founder and CEO of Unified Wealth and Retirement Planning. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the podcast. We are launching a new podcast here with Marsha Harris from Unified Wealth and Retirement. And this is Marsha on Money. I'm your host, Mark Killian. We're going to have great conversations about investing, finance, and retirement along the way. And hopefully, you'll pick up a useful nugget or two of information that might help you get to and through your retirement. So we're going to have some good stuff. We're going to start this initial podcast with just getting to know a little bit more about Marsha herself. And she's the founder and CEO and investment advisor representative at Unified Wealth Retirement. And you can find her online at unifiedwealthplanning.com. That's unifiedwealthplanning.com. Marsha, welcome in. Thanks for having me on the show and, and joining you. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Mark. How about you? I'm doing very well. Well, uh, let's go ahead and let our listeners know as we're getting started. You and I were trying to get started this week, and both of us seem to catch a little bug at the same time, but I think we're feeling better now. I, mean, I know I am. I know I am. I'm so excited to be here, finally. It uh, was worth the wait. It's so. Exactly, exactly. So we're going to have this one just kind of be fun. We're not going to get too much into the nitty-gritty or the X's and the O's or the alpha and the beta or any of that financial stuff that sometimes people get a little intimidated by. And I got a feeling we're going to not do a lot of that anyway because we want to keep this informational, educational. And so uh, we're just going to start with just kind of getting to know a little bit more about you and, and the practice. So uh, first of all, how did you even get into this business? Well, it was in a somewhat, I would say, unconventional way okay. um, in 1999, which sounds like uh, ancient history <laughs> as I say that out loud. Uh, I became a marketing specialist and I actually had a legal background. I was a paralegal uh, in a law firm and um, legal secretary and thought I wanted to be a lawyer mm-hmm. and then sort of just had this change in path that was really unexpected, but wonderful in hindsight. Mm-hmm. And I became this marketing specialist for a insurance product marketing company. And essentially, most people that come into the business start in sales right, and okay. become advisors, you know, just out of the gate. But I didn't. I was actually helping advisors. So I worked with advisors all around the nation trying to do case design for them and just sort of come up with the right solutions to whatever problems they were trying to solve for Mm -hmm. clients. And what I found in doing that, and although I really enjoyed that, and I did it for several years, is that I never worked with a female advisor. There were no women that were um, calling on us for support at that time. I think it's like 16% of the industry right now is is female. It is. I think you're right. Mm -hmm. I read that as well, 15 to 20 or something. Yeah, somewhere in that neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That was So it's surprising that still today, you know, we're such a... um, small segment. You know, mm-hmm. we represent such a small part of the overall financial planning industry. So I um I think that, you know, women just bring some unique abilities to the industry and being able to serve their clients in a way that our male counterparts maybe can't or, uh, you know, well, it doesn't come as naturally di- for yeah, them, I would say. I think say. that's totally fair. I mean, we view things differently often. And and you, so, you know, as an advisor, you've been doing this, you know, a long time. And I like the fact that you came into it from a non-sales standpoint as well, right? So you really got mm-hmm. to see more of that other side, which I think has probably been a, a real benefit also. But we, we look at things differently a lot of times as men and women, and, and we have different 
different, you know, kind of mindsets about money, obviously. And, and so I think that's a great viewpoint to have as well. And it often helps the ladies. It's an underserved category. Let's be honest, right? It clearly is. So I think that's great that you decided to get into it that way and work your way through it. So is that something, is that kind of like the striving passion for you? Kind of like the, the uh, what does it mean to you to be an advisor? Is it really helping the ladies or just in general? No, it's really just in general. Um, It's something that I considered, you know, and certainly I have um, female clients who have come to me uh, on their own, either Mm -hmm. because they were never involved in the planning when they were married. Maybe they'd recently gone through a divorce and it was something their husband took care of. That's quite common. And so they're sort of thrust into that world of having a lot of decisions to make and trying to figure things out, um, which is know, really intimidating. Oh, I'm sure. And I think coming to a female advisor really sort of removes some of that apprehension that they have. Mm But it's certainly not all that I serve. My clients are are both men yeah. and women. So well, and it's so funny too when you hear some different stories. And I talk with advisors all across the country, and you know, you, you often hear a lot about this category of being underserved, and it clear again clearly is. But look, the reality is, is us, us men pass away first. So ultimately, you're you know you're exactly. left having to work with the ladies anyway. So again, I think it's fantastic to make sure that you know just having that you know wide approach to be able to serve everybody, uh, you know, equally is a great. Way of looking at that stuff, and and we do a lot of shows and content on those different kinds of breakdowns, and we'll get into all that in future episodes. But for now, we'll keep it just kind of fun and casual. What do you like most about it? What what kind of gets you excited to go to work? Oh gosh, what do I like most? There's so many things, but I would say if I had to pick one, okay. it would be that every individual I meet is unique. You know, there's specific hopes mm-hmm. and goals and concerns that are uniquely theirs. So that really gives me an opportunity to use my creative side Mm -hmm. and I can customize solutions, you know, that are really tailored to those um, individuals. And there's some life coaching in there as well that that comes into play, obviously. And I'm, you know, sometimes I'm called on to to provide that, which I really enjoy. Um, Because again, it's about finding solutions that mm-hmm. yeah. help people feel secure. And that's really what it's all about. Well, advisors definitely have to wear multiple hats. That's for sure. And one of those sometimes is, you know, like uh, almost like a marriage counselor and, and a therapist. There's lots of, because we're very passionate about money, right? I mean, it's, we're sure. very closely tied to it in many ways. So that definitely makes a lot of sense. Did you like puzzles a lot as a kid? I always ask advisors this because you mentioned everybody is unique and it really is kind of puzzle pieces. Like there's, yes, there's universal truths that affect us all as we get closer to retirement. There's a lot of universalisms, if you will. But mm-hmm. when you get down to it, every person is, you know, unique. It's going to be a little bit slightly different puzzle when you're building that plan for someone. Absolutely. And yes, I did. Yeah, I did actually. I would say that it's it's kind of interesting Something about me that I think most people don't know, or let's say most clients probably mm-hmm. wouldn't know, is just my obsessiveness a little bit about organization, just organizing things at home. I get into these organizing projects that okay. I honestly didn't realize until about probably five years ago that I had that side to me. I always thought that you were either left-brained and very analytical, okay, or you were right-brained mm-hmm. and more creative. I never knew that you could be both. I just always thought it was one or the other. And that's so not true. That's completely wrong because I am very much both of those things. So that's probably why I approach financial planning the way I do with 
the way that I design planning. It allows me to be creative again, because everyone is so unique, you know, each individual is different. So it's not the same thing every day. And that's what I really, you know, one of the things I really love about it. That's awesome. And you get to blend the, the analytical side by, you know, going through the numbers and, and kind of, you know, getting things organized and having all, you know, that, that portfolio design and the reports and all that kind of stuff. So you get to kind of do a little bit of both. So that's very cool. And since you made the segue transition for me, because I was going to move to asking some things about you personally versus just the business, and you brought up, you know, maybe something people don't know about you. That was actually one of my questions. So uh, you're in the uh, Fort Wayne area. Right, and yes. we were just chatting. born and raised. Yeah, born yes. and raised. Okay, well, you and born I were just raised. chatting that that uh, I went to high school about uh, I don't know what is that about an hour and a half or so away from Fort Wayne, I think, uh, just below Indianapolis, something like that. Yeah, a couple hours. A couple hours, yeah. Yeah, and I uh, used to go up there, go to Ball State, and go check out some games and the all that Cardinals. Kind of, that's right. So, what, what's uh, what's your favorite thing about uh, about your city? Do you have a favorite? Oh, it's funny. I um I look at my city so differently now and a lot of people I would imagine can relate to this mm-hmm. regardless of where you live. Just, you know, when you're young and you live in a smaller city, right. You see it very differently than when you A lot of times you can't wait to get out, right? A little older. Uh-huh. Yes. And that, exactly, that was it. I just thought, "Oh, it's so stifling almost. It's just small and there's nothing to do and and then, you know, I um I matured and I have uh, a business here and I'm raising my son here and it's it's just a great place to to live and to raise children to um serve people in the community when it's smaller. Yeah. Yeah. There are definitely benefits to that that again I just didn't didn't appreciate, you know, yep. before but I I certainly do now. So it's a great city. It's changed a lot. We are growing quickly. A lot of things happening to downtown. You know, there's this whole revitalization thing going on right now that's very exciting. Um, That's awesome. So it's pretty, it's pretty cool, you know, to drive around and just see how much things are, are growing and yeah. taking, taking no, I, I'm with you there. I, you know, I've, I've lived in some, some megapolises, I guess. And then, but it, as, you know, as I got older, I, I found myself, you know, it's like each time I, the next, uh, you know, stage of life, I wound up, it's like, Hey, I'm in a smaller area and I'm in a smaller, <laughs> and now I'm in the country and I really love it. Right. So I kind of like being in a small town in a small area. So works out really well. Now I got to ask because, you know, I'm sure you get this and you've gotten this in your entire life, but our show is Marsha on money. Of course, your name is Marsha. Uh, how often in your life do you hear the Marsha, Marsha, Marsha? <laughs> uh, never, never, I've never. Heard I'm the that. first one. What, what, awesome. what are you talking about, Mark? <laughs> no idea. No idea. Uh, pretty often, pretty often. Yeah. And that's, and it's okay. okay. I still, uh, I still chuckle and welcome it every time it happens. It never gets old. So, awesome. um, yeah, I was not named after Marsha Brady, though, okay. for the record. Okay. Uh, was named after my, my aunt. All right. Sure well, the there same you name. go. But yeah. uh, so were you a Brady fan? I was. Okay. Were you a Marsha fan? Of course. Okay. All right. There you go. <laughs> well, good to know. Well, let me ask you a couple more quick questions, and then we'll wrap this first one up. We'll keep it kind of short and sweet. Uh, so Unified Wealth Planning, that's the name of the practice, Unified Wealth and Retirement Planning. Of course, the website is unifiedwealthplanning.com. Uh, any mm-hmm. significance there? You just uh, The name just kind of resonated with you. Anything you'd like to share? Unified was something that uh, was really, I came up with that because I think that it does a great job of capturing the way that I approach planning, which is if you see the logo on the website, you'll notice that there are a lot of circles together within a larger circle. And financial planning has so many different components. You know, it's not just Mm -hmm. about your investments and market performance and 
your income, your social security, uh, your long-term care. I mean, those are all important pieces, your taxation. Um, they do need to really all come together though. And we're very holistic about the way we approach nice. it. So yeah, they all need to kind of work in harmony, you know, to have a really thorough, solid, I would say, plan. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, you know, and we'll get into a lot of this stuff on future episodes, but, you know, over the last several years, it's been very easy for the DIYers, right? Because the market has been so favorable. Uh, there's a lot of times when we're accumulation is easier, let's just be honest, it's easier than that preservation and distribution phase, which is retirement. And then when the world gets like it is now and we have this inflation and you know tax conversations and a lot of stuff going on, it makes it a little more, in the market being choppy, certainly, it makes people a little bit more nervous. So unifying all those uh, facets and components that make up a good retirement strategy makes a lot of sense. So unifying is that, that's a great way of looking at that. Yeah, thank you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, let's do one more thing here and we'll wrap it up. So what are you hoping that people take away from the podcast as you and I go through these future episodes and, and just talk about this stuff? Gosh, I hope people, you know, can just walk away understanding, I guess, if that financial planning can be intimidating and, of course, confusing mm -hmm. and certainly overwhelming, but that, you know, you shouldn't do it alone. And I think finding the right advisor or planner or coach. And yes, I do consider myself to be all three of those things right, yeah, um, yeah. To, to really that right person to walk that journey with you. I think that makes all the difference. No, I would agree. And yes, everybody and their brother seems like they call themselves an advisor nowadays. And we'll definitely talk about differences. Uh, but whether it's whatever term you want to apply to it, uh, making sure you're working with someone with the right credentials and the right approach that gives you the right feeling. And we'll talk about that stuff as well on future episodes. But you want to make sure you have the right person in your corner because there's a lot. There really is a lot of um, nuance to the retirement process. Again, it's a lot different than the accumulation phase of our life when we're building our money or we're building our wealth. And we'll definitely spend time talking about that stuff on future episodes. So if you've got some questions and you need some help, and you'll hear me say this a lot on, on podcasts, always check with a qualified professional before you take any action on our show or anything else that you might hear out there. Uh, because again, as Marcia said earlier, everybody is unique and you want to see how that information may affect your unique retirement journey. So if you do have questions and you need help and you're not already working with Marcia, reach out to her at uh, unifiedwealthplanning.com. That's unifiedwealthplanning.com. She is an investment advisor representative and of course she's the founder and CEO as well. Marcia, thanks for hanging out with me. You did a great job on your first podcast and I appreciate you. Hey, thank you. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We'll get into more stuff on future episodes right here on Marsha on Money with Marsha Harris from, again, Unified Wealth and Retirement Planning. Find her online at unifiedwealthplanning.com and hit the subscribe button on whatever podcasting app you might like to use. You can find us on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher. All that will be coming as we get the first couple episodes launched. So make sure you check that out on those different platforms and we'll talk more about that as well. Thanks for your time, folks. Have a great day. We'll see you next time here on Marsha on Money. The opinions expressed by Marsha Harris and guests on this radio show are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this station. 
All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to subject covered. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Unified Wealth Planning are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Any comments regarding safe and secure products and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. Index or fixed annuities are not designed for short-term investments and may be subject to caps, restrictions, fees, and surrender charges as described in the annuity contract. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuer. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all of our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and to make full disclosure of any conflicts of interest, if any exist. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV 2A page 4, for additional information.